In today's episode, Aileen and Nancy talk about being open to exploring all kinds of subject matters, including aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom, a podcast where two friends, Aileen and Nancy, explore and expand beyond what they think they know in order to live a life of freedom. Thank you for joining us. And away we go. All right. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning. Good morning. It's freezing. It is. I, as I told you, I was very surprised when I got into my car, how cold it was because I was rushing out the door. I woke, it was uh, six degrees when I got up. I yep. don't know. What did you? Seven degrees getting in my car, coming over here. Yeah. New England. But, mm-hmm. you know, we take all the seasons. Just going to have the right gear <laughs> and and thin sweatpants. Well, it's not it's <laughs> Not so the right gear. <laughs> So. so when I was driving over here, I was thinking about talking about, I mean, the word aliens came up <laughs> and then I was thinking about just sort of different entities, aliens, different experiences that we've had uh, that have brought us to a place of like, hmm, okay, that's beyond <laughs> what I thought and I'm just going to hang with that. Okay. And, so the yeah. way we do this podcast is we want it to be authentic and to come through and to just be <laughs> channels of we don't know even what the material is when we sit in front of the microphone, but we set, we start the podcast by setting the intention that whatever comes out of our mouths in frequency and in content is going to be uplifting and bring us joy. And in that moment where we're aligned and joyful, then the rest of the universe benefits from it. So that's basically the intention. So when we sat down to the mic and I said to say, so what do you want to talk about? She's like, oh, I have something. I'm like, okay, yeah, hit, hit record. I have something. So surprise, Nancy, aliens. <laughs> I'm so unprepared. <laughs> so... But this came up, I was talking to um, someone who wanted to know what I do. So I, I work with a lot of members of his family and he was like, hey, can let's just talk about this a little bit. So we have fun talking about some things. So one of the things I said, I said, you know, when I first started my practice, I was like 25, 26 years ago, I have oh, 27 years now. So I was not necessarily into the concept of aliens, meaning like, oh, I figured they were around. I'm also someone who's like, don't look at my window. Don't look at my window. Don't look at my window. <laughs> like, it's cool that you're around. Just, I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night and have you staring in my window at me. Just don't do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. other than that, it's cool. So people would, I remember the first person who said to me, I am from such and such a planet. And this is kind of hard for me to be here because of this, this, and this. I remember I had to have sort of like a little poker face. I was like, are they really from that? What are they saying to me? What's happening here? So I started with a little bit of like, oh, well, I think I thought sort of like from Star Trek, like people would come or beings or whatever, aliens, whatever you call them, ETs, would come from other places and look different and feel different. And then over the years, people would say to me, I'm this, I'm that. And uh, or I'm from here and everything. And I don't, mm, I couldn't quite settle into that yet. I was open to it as far as like, all right, I don't think you're nuts. I don't think you're crazy. And I have no judgment of that. 
It was more like, how do I settle into that? Mm -hmm. And then I had this experience with some women friends of mine of a spiritual group. And a group of us went to see this woman that one of our group had met somewhere. And so we went to her house and hung out for tea. And the woman uses pendulums a lot. Oh, I like the pendulums. And it was kind of funny because she had a pendulum everywhere in her bathroom. Everywhere you went, there was a pendulum. And, of course, that just tickled me. I thought that was funny. And so we yeah, – so we, um, a lot, I mean, a lot of things were covered. We talked about the pendulum. We kind of like we're not really sure why we're here, but we're here to meet somebody who was from – I think she was from Russia, older woman, just kind of interesting and fun. And then at one point she said – uh, so do you all want to know where you came from? It's <laughs> a loaded question. <laughs> I just yeah. thought, oh, yes, bring it on, bring it on. This has been an amazing day of so many things. Yes, do it. So all so there was I think five of us, my girlfriends, and she brought out this book, this very well, well worn, thick paperbacky book, because she could fold it over and you could see how well worn it was. Um, so she starts with one of my friends, one of the women in the spiritual group, and she she asked her a couple of questions. I don't remember exactly what questions. Do you questions. remember the book? No, I don't remember any of that because I think <laughs> the whole the whole afternoon was just filled with just constant well, what, 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 <laughs> um, and laughing, like a lot of internal laughing. And so she started with one of my friends. Now, I've known these women in this group for a very long time. This was a handful of years ago. So I know them confidently. So she starts reading and she says, oh, you're from this, this, you know, beta, quantra, blah, blah, blah. So she's giving all this information. I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And then what she said about the people or the beings that came from there exactly matched that person. Cool. Then the next person that all five of us and this is what I, I love. When you and I talk about pushing beyond what we think we know, mm-hmm. right? That's this, this kind of openness to exploration. The accepting that, well, that's something I hadn't, uh-huh. and then simultaneously being open to, to learning yeah. something different, to be yeah. surprised. And I think the scientific community needs to be fluid, mm-hmm. especially in times like this, because mm-hmm. we are now more than ever learning what we don't know. Yeah, Newtonian physics served its purpose, but the quantum realm, there are just unlimited possibilities, explanations. So yeah, scientists, you just gotta, you can't ever be done. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Be done. It's impossible. And so as she read to each one of us, very different, except for my friend, uh, Lisa and I were from the same planet, the planet of love. Mm-hmm. And Lisa is the one who wrote the book Alive in This World. Yes. Mm-hmm. Darby, her yep. son Darby. Yep. That we worked on together. So Lisa and I would sometimes laugh and say, well, we are from the same planet, the planet of love. <laughs> we think I, Darby yeah. might have been from the same planet as well, which is why we can I had thought of where I think, thought you were from. But, so, so. Yeah. So I, in those situations, for me, when I have information presented to me that makes I, it's unequivocal. I'm like that. Yes, I makes know these women. It makes complete resonates. sense. This yeah. is what she's getting from this book. Yeah. Resonates 100% with their personalities. What I've known about them over the last 15 years. Yeah, that or is so. A cool experience. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a tickle my throat. <clears> throat> 
So what what is happening? <laughs> Who doesn't want me to talk? It's we're hitting a bunch of stuff right here. I think I'm, I'm at my. This is a could potentially be a scary space for me. Mm-hmm. It's very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have not often really used my voice, revealed <clears throat> me, mm-hmm. because people think, oh, is it crazy? I've been this intellectual electrical engineer, and now I'm going to be a crazy girl. <laughs> so I'm having a hard time finding my voice. <clears throat> so I'm going to share my experience as Miss. <laughs> Black and white scientist, uh, electrical engineer, good Catholic girl. The only power that we don't see is God. So there's that's me right there. So um, I think I had shared in a previous episode uh, how I stumbled into spirituality. Thought I was going out for just drinks with the girls, and we ended up in front of this medium who was like legit and just freaked me out. So then I started studying the occults and everything. So as I started studying spirituality and the cult and practicing with meditation and channeling, weird stuff was going on to the point where I was uncomfortable with it. And the initial medium that we had that opened my eyes to this, she teaches courses, was at the time teaching courses, and she called it Spiritual Warrior. And she said, it's not that you have to protect yourself, but there are all kinds of frequencies out there, and you just want to make sure that you're resonating with the higher ones. So I took her Spiritual Warrior course. And we're going around the room and we're trying to read each other. And two people in the classroom, just kind of, one in particular, she was freaky. She kind of read with her eyes closed and she was reading me. And then all of a sudden she opens her eyes and she goes, you're not from here. I'm like, oh, where am I from? She's like, you're from another planet. I'm like, what? That's okay. Whatever. I did like you did. Like, okay, I'm in, I'm going to be open. Then anyway, went to see another medium. Because I was exploring, you know, this concept. Same thing. You are not from here. I'm like, no, wait a minute. So now I called the initial medium and I go, you know what? Now's the second time I've heard that I'm an alien. And I, I'm not happy with this because now what happens when I die? I don't get to be with the loved ones that I'm here on Earth. Do I have to go to a different place? And she's like, no, 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 it's not like that. It's interplanal and they all intersect. Still not getting it. Now I go to see this big heavy hitter shaman. Heavy hitter shaman. Oh, you're from the shapeshifter planet. I'm like, okay, really, really, really? <laughs> and then one more, so another medium um, at a, believe it or not, a Halloween party, mm-hmm. and they brought in a reader. Same thing. You are an alien. So I'm like, all right, now I got to go study this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So um, go to Circles of Wisdom. Just immediately gravitate. I'm talking to the salesperson and then I immediately just sort of turn my head away from her. Like, excuse me, head over to the book rack, grab a book. And it is the, we are the Arcturians and everything about what Arcturians are and who they resonated with me. And I specifically went to circles of wisdom that day to buy a pyramid because I just woke up saying, I have to go to circles and buy a pyramid. So that the spiritual gift shop circles of wisdom, mm-hmm. I have to go buy a pyramid and as I opened the Arcturian book, every chapter heads off with a pyramid. <laughs> like so, and then as I was studying uh, and ancient races and civilizations, I get with Greg Braden, crazy about him. And according to Greg Braden, the theory of evolution is now doesn't make any sense. Now that we know what we know, that's actually not a theory anymore. Shouldn't be taught. Should not be taught in the schools. He says we were put here 200,000 years ago. The DNA has evidence that we were just sort of placed here pretty much as we are now. So that we didn't evolve in any, we were pretty much placed here as we are now 
200,000 years ago, because when they look at primates, we, we have a different strand in the DNA or something inherently different. So, so there is no evolution. We were put here. So from where? So yeah, I'm still getting my mm-hmm. head around this. This whole mm-hmm. alien stuff is new for me and I'm still studying and trying to be open in a way and not close-minded. It's still not clear to me uh, other than, hmm, yeah, there is something to this. Mm-hmm. And Carolyn, my friend Carolyn, her father was a pilot and he used to say, sorry, you have It's like he was in like, Top secret high planes. He's like, we do not have any crafts that can do what I saw. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And according to a lot of this news, as we are in the turmoil that we are, my understanding is they're making themselves more known. Like they've always, there have been quote unquote aliens permeated. Like I swear Beyonce is an alien. (laughs) Like, you know, you can look at people go, yep, alien, alien. uh, (laughs) Like men in black too. Yeah. But now I, I think they're they are they're helping us mm-hmm. uh, because we're going down a not so positive path for Mother Earth and us, the inhabitants of Mother Earth, and I think they're making their presence a little more known. That's my mm-hmm. that's my understanding. I said that's a big deal for me to say what I said mm-hmm. because uh, I don't usually share that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you did great. <laughs> that's why I'm <laughs> in trouble with the cough. Uh huh. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> Finding my voice, speaking my truth sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, to look at any subject without bias is important because the point is to look at it from all angles and perspective and be open to new information, no matter what it is. I had a young client yesterday and we were talking about all different things and Somehow through the conversation, she was talking about this this series that audiobook she likes to listen to. And she listed a bunch of um, events that happened that were considered, you know, we would consider tragedies and it's for kids and it's about how I survived this thing, you know, how I survived this, how I survived that. And it's a child's perspective of what happened. And it's kind of a cool way to, to share with children these events. So the event that this particular child really hung into her favorite was the Titanic. She's like, I love the Titanic. I love it. Love it. Love it. We went over it. We talked about it. She talked all about it. And I said, well, I, I did see recently there, they think there's some new evidence over the last couple of years about what happened. She said, really? I said, yeah, let's, let's Google it. Let's look, you know? So uh, we did come across some very old footage of some survivors talking. She was really into that. And uh, it was interesting to listen to these different people's perspective of what was going on while it had hit this iceberg. And this one woman was talking about how she was on the deck. Like she heard something happen. She came out and people were playing with the iceberg. They were playing with the snow. Like, this is cool. They're throwing it around on the deck and all that kind of thing. So that was fun to sort of get this old black and white video from from some survivors and then I said well let's let's see if we can see what the new information is that they think so we were able to watch a short clip of something that came out last February so February of 2021 where there is a fairly solid theory that the coal down below had caught on fire hmm. And they got to that by looking at the hull. There's a searing spot on the hull. And then they went back and listened to interviews. So what they think they're piecing together is that when the Titanic left, 
some coal in the big, huge, you know, bins that was going to get them across to the United States, that all that coal had caught on fire. So what they were doing is they were shoveling it in really, really fast because that was the only way to move this coal that was on fire. They had to kept kept putting it in and putting it in. in. And they think that uh, two things came from that. One is that that's why the Titanic was moving so fast and why it went into this iceberg air, like why it went into the area it went into. It shouldn't have gone in that way. It wasn't, couldn't, have really, couldn't steer it because it was going so fast? It was going so fast. They, they didn't have a way to slow it down yeah. or, to, or to alter the course to alter the course because it was too, going too Correct. Fast. It was going too fast because they were shoveling in the coal huh. trying to keep a big fire from happening, all the coal yeah. to catch on fire. And then the other thing is that hitting an iceberg should not have caused the problem and the damage that it did. They think that where the boat, the Titanic, hit an iceberg was the exact spot that had been weakened by the original fire. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You talk about the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. That almost makes me feel a little better. Not not really better because it was such a tragedy, but right. instead of... When you watch the movie, which I know Cameron tried very much to be as historically accurate as possible, painfully accurate in some of the details, like right down to the China, Mm -hmm. but I'd rather it be an unforeseen circumstance like that than some poor bastard who's watching and doesn't do his job. Right. And then throughout history, people are like, well, what the hell happened to the guy in the watch box? Like, was it, did he not see right. the iceberg? You know, so there's right. no, sort of no blame. And when circumstances are that fortuitous, it's you, you have to just accept them in some mm-hmm. respects and say, okay, I don't know what the formula, why this happened, but I'm going to, just assume it was unfortunately meant to be because the circumstances mm-hmm. had to all happen perfectly for this to mm-hmm. for this to roll out like that. Right. Whatever the lineup yeah. was of this. Yeah. 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 Huh. So it, just, it was really interesting. So thought you were gonna tell me it was an alien on no. the Titanic. Well, we don't know who started the fire in the coal fire. <laughs> We have to bring it back to aliens. We're talking about aliens. But so, but that sort of like, it's like you and I can be very comfortable talking about, everyone can be, everyone can sort of be comfortable with like, oh, there was a fire. Look at this evidence. Look at this. But when it comes to aliens, why do people get so weirded out? It's no, it's no different. It's like, oh, here's some information. So I, uh, a friend of mine started having like huge kind of awakening, right? We call it a spiritual awakening and awareness, whatever you want to call it. And he started being like, am I making this up? I'm seeing like, what is happening? And he was actually taking photos of things and sending me photos. He's like, why is it here in this picture and not in this picture? He's like, there's something going on here. There's, there's things landing. And he goes, I sound like I'm crazy. So the good news is when people are like, I think I'm crazy, there's no way this could be happening, but yet it kind of is. So around that same time, I was, uh, I think it's when I had just sort of done my hair purple and blue or something. And so I was taking a picture of myself in a long mirror and I took a couple in a row, just like, and it was a full body shot because I was laughing about like, how do you, like, how do you match when you have purple and blue hair? How do you match it to your outfits? You know, it's yeah, kind of that, yeah, like that sort yeah. of thing. It's like a whole nother planning, you know, potentially. Never thought of that. So <laughs> Me and my boring brown hair. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like when your hair is colored, you're like, what yeah. do I do now? So in the photo, as I was just sort of looking at them, uh, I think it was the first one. 
there's this, it looks like I'm wearing a big gold ring on one of my fingers. Now, I typically don't like, I mean, I don't wear rings. I like them, but I tend to not wear them. So it looks exactly like I have this big gold uh, ring on one of the, and the first or second picture. And I probably took seven or eight. And I was like, well, that's weird. Oh, you're going to love what I'm getting on that from them so about then, the ring I'll share. After you so finished. then I look, yeah. So then yeah. I look, I go, well, that's, and I blew it up. I go, that's not a ring. I didn't have a ring. What is that? And I was like, that's so weird. And I was like, okay, being logical. I'm like, well, you know, I know, you know, I've read about your cell phone cameras and sometimes this, sometimes that. And I'm like, yeah, but that's super weird. And so I sent it to my partner, John, and I sent it to my friends who were like, we were all discussing these things they were, they were seeing in particular. So I, when I kind of blew it up and when John blew it up, he said, did you notice there's a shadow on your finger from that? Cause everyone first thought it was a ring cause it was so big and gold. Yeah. And then he could see that it was casting a shadow on my finger so it didn't mean so it was not that the camera right had done something funky it was an object it It was was an an object object that in some way probably like we're just thinking logical just like the titanic just like you gotta address it that way it was like well this is casting a shadow it's only in one photo not in the others so if you're just open you'd be like oh that was something that was moving by and solid enough on one yeah. level that it cast a shadow and then probably like was moving so fast or noted I was observing or something. Well, here's about what I'm it. getting. So tell me, yeah, tell yeah. me what you're So uh, I like listening to Chiron, is it? Is it oh, Chiron. Chiron. Yes. Uh, then you, cause I had shared a story with you about huh? the mythical Chiron B C H I R O N. But then you were telling me about this Chiron guy and it just so happened he popped up in my YouTube feed, of course, shortly. Oh, of, and course. so I clicked on it because I'm like, Oh, Aileen vouched for this. Yeah. But anyway, apparently the dimensions are really now we're just crisscross applesauce. Dimensions. Yes. We're flitting in and out. Absolutely. So, uh, I have been looking for something new to watch on TV to binge watch. And I'm fascinated by, I don't want to say witches, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the sisters who really connected to Mother Earth yeah. and leveraged her power. So I stumbled across Wheel of Time. I only made it through one episode. It's probably not going to be. But anyway, it started with the sisterhood of kind of witches. or And when you got to whatever their level of magic was, they had these giant rings on exactly the finger you were just motioning oh, wow. to. And... I actually kind of just saw you in that sisterhood of mm-hmm. pagan, I'm not going to say witches, I'm going to call them pagan goddesses. Yeah. Yep. And I just think it's so ironic that I just watched this little Wheels of Time episode two days ago and you you motioned to that finger because when the sisters would do their magic, they use that ring. And that ring was like, like if you saw her walking into the town and she showed you that ring, like people backed the hell off because that's a powerful woman right there and didn't want to be. Yeah. So anyway, I, that, to me, when you mentioned that, that's what I got. I got that was you in another dimension timeline, whatever. But I, I feel like you were uh, mm-hmm. one of those. That was like a sacred ring or a magic implement. Yeah. And you're now, so I love how much we have fun. And so we also get to role model how people can riff on that. So I will, I love validating also what people say. I just had, um, there's a guy I love, uh, he's in Littleton, New Hampshire, and he does readings. Huh. And he I was looking great. for somebody new to give me something. Of course you were. All right. Of course I yeah. was. I so, have to get his name. Yeah. Josh is great. Okay. And so I was getting something for John. I was like, oh, I'll get like a... 
a live uh, session, a Zoom session with John. That'll be great for him. And then I was like, hey, wait a minute. Why don't I get a reading? So I asked Josh. He he does a, he was doing a revolution reading and a year-long reading. So he'll pull the cards and they'll send you an email about it and an uh, and a audio. So he did an audio. So, so my reading, he, it was so beautiful. He's, he's really great. And my year long reading contained many, many goddesses, my yes. cards, very, uh, many, um, well, not got it. Queens. I have the High Priestess for January. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah. Queen of Cups covers my entire year. I have the King of Cups in there, the World, Queen of Pentacles. I am loaded. Those are heavy-duty cards to pull. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, am, uh, I have the Queen of Wands. So when he was telling me and doing the audio... So, so Aileen's handing me her hand. phone. There you go. So you can just so see some of the cards. Card layout. Yeah, they're all the goddesses. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's why you should say yeah. that. And when he was doing my, uh, my the audio yeah. tape for me, he said, you are pretty, I may have to go visit important. this gentleman. Yeah, I'll send you his information. Yeah, I think you've done some cool things in this life and, and others as well. Right. So that was um, really fun. So what you just yeah. said ties into what... Yeah. I'm going to have to show you that scene from that movie. What did I say? It was Wheels of Time. But that's that's what I saw for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're running. We are. We're, we're running. Yeah. We're we running. But I have one more stuff. thing I wanted to share just Same. to kind of close, just to kind of like make your head go or make you think about it. In fifth grade... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Don't worry, this is going to make sense. <laughs> we like to tell stories. I think that's how Which you learn good. stories. Yeah. Absolutely. So, surprised as you may be, I was a geek as a child. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I know. Shocking, right? <laughs> so, in fifth grade, I... Well, okay, talk about being a bear. In fifth grade, I joined the science fiction reading club. I love that! <laughs> oh, we would have been such good friends. So, Nancy. yeah, that's how I kind of started falling in love with all my Star Trek and all that stuff. So, in yes. fifth grade, I joined the science fiction oh my God, reading so club. Cute. You know, I so mean, like, cute. people like, a oh, Lord of the Rings when they made the movie. I'm like, please, I was reading that thing fifth grade. But the way, and this, I was so sucked in. So, uh, the teacher was also, like, our history teacher or something. Mr. Cohen, I remember. He caught me straight off. He drew me in. He was standing in the front of the classroom and there were blackboards all around the room. I mean, and it was a big room and there was a lot of blackboards, at least four kind of making a semicircle in the front of the room. He took a piece of chalk. He tapped it on the blackboard and he said, that's our galaxy. Mm-hmm. Not even our planet, not even our solar system. That is our galaxy. And my head just went, so even at fifth grade, it resonated. I knew there was something. But if you think of it, it's a little bit vain to say that little us on little planet Earth, in our little solar system, in our little galaxy, is all there is. Really? Exactly. Really? There's got to be more. So yeah, that visual of four giant blackboards and one tick, he just like tapped his chalk on the board. That's us. Mm-hmm. So that just opened my mind to, okay, nice. let's just be a little more open-minded and not so egotistical that yeah. we are it. So, yeah. And like that, what was that movie, Contact? So, yeah, we are not alone. Mm-hmm. And it's comforting. So when I 
we have these alien discussions and it brings fear to some people. I feel a camaraderie. I'm happy. We are not alone. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to more exploration with our, with our friends. Mm-hmm. That's great. Anything you want to wrap up for me? No, I, I, I think that's good. I think that when we talk about it, especially in this way, yeah. about our exploring and expanding into it and the things that have come to us, it just makes it comfortable for everybody who, right, might feel like, I don't want to say anything because that seems crazy. I don't want to think I'm crazy. It's, yeah. No, I listen. I listen. And yeah. if I hear a bunch of people say things who are, you know, unsolicited, who don't even know each other from all different places, I'm yeah. like, I'm going to yeah. listen. Yeah. I'm going to listen to that. Yeah. And you right? know what? I pulled a card this morning. I pulled from my fairy deck. We have we have to commit mm-hmm. a show to the beautiful yes. fae community. And in the it was the... Queen fairy, ironically, queen mm-hmm. fairy. Nice. And um, <laughs> it, the, one of the divination meanings was some relationships are going to fall away. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm sitting here being more candid than I normally would with a lot of the people in my life, and I'm talking about aliens, you know what? It's okay if people aren't on board. They'll just fall away, and I'll mm-hmm. just find more of my team yes. who's on board with me. Exactly. Not that I want... No diversity. I like right. to have different opinions, but I uh, feel like we are going into that stage where we are. Some relationships are are going to end, and new ones are coming. Mm-hmm. And maybe from other dimensions and planets. <laughs> <laughs> there goes my head again, looking at the chalkboard. <laughs> that it will be fun. Well, I look forward to that. <laughs> and as always, more, more to be revealed. revealed. Thank you for joining us on Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom. Until next time, more to be revealed.